Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Praise God. Happy Sabbath. Amen. Praise God. Why worry about tomorrow? And why worry yourself or getting through? For if your life has been sent for Jesus, you don't have much further to go. For the next hand you shake to be the hand of the Savior. The next step you take could be in street of purest gold. And your next meal could be the marriage supper. And the next that you feel he could be blessing your soul. So be strong now and keep on going. Don't be angry if things turn out wrong. No, don't lose hope for it's almost over. All the signs now are pointing towards home. Oh, for the next hand you shake to be the hand of the Savior. The next step you take could be in streets of purest gold. And the next meal could be the marriage and the next touch you feel he could be blessing your soul yes the next touch you feel he could be blessing your soul your Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Conroy, if we had time, I would have said encore. But we do not have time to be blessed by that special music. So I thank you so much. That was amazing. God, give God the praise. Why worry about tomorrow? Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. All right, um, everyone. It's that time of the evening where we are blessed through the word. So I invite you to get your notepads and pens out so you can take notes as to the man of God will present a word to us from the Lord. 
Tonight, it is my uh, privilege to invite Pastor Saul to come and present the word to us this evening. Good night. Happy Sabbath, Pastor Saul. Remember to unmute me. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Good night. Happy Sabbath to you too. Praise me, Lord. Thank you, my dear sister. And I want to extend a very blessed Sabbath each and every one of my fellow brothers and sisters in the almighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Said the psalmist David, I will bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. I pray that God has been with you, and as I've been hearing these wonderful testimonies, uh, we know that God is still working. It's such a, a great encouragement to come and meet together this way, week after week, Sabbath after Sabbath. I look forward to it, to share, to hear, to be encouraged and lifted up. I want to thank my dear brother for that beautiful, special music of meditation. In fact, uh, I didn't know what, what you were singing but uh, in advance, but we thank God that the Holy Spirit moves in mysterious ways and God works in mysterious ways, that exactly what you sang about is what I will be sharing this evening briefly. For the next few moments, I want to share with you an encouraging word to lift you up um, before the Lord. And may his word be found in your hearts. May his word be received with gladness and joy. And I pray that we will receive the living word this evening. I would like to speak to you on the subject, sheltering in place, sheltering in place. Um, and as we place our trust in God, I invite you to just pray with me as we open God's word. O oh God of our salvation, we thank you for a blessed, another blessed Sabbath that you have seen fit to spare our lives. You have carried us safely through another week. You have brought us on our way. And we just want to praise you and thank you for being our great God. Great is your name and greatly to be praised because your mercies endureth forever. And so, Lord, as your people, as your children, as we come now, O Lord, to receive your words, silence every voice, that your voice alone may be heard. Remove every distraction, that you will be our main attraction, and that, Lord, your word will find lodgment in our minds, in our hearts. And, Lord, we would say it was good to be together this evening, O oh Lord, to receive your words. Now feed us now with the bread of heaven. Quench our thirst with living water is our prayer. In Jesus' almighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. In 2020, just over a month ago, the outbreak of the coronavirus left our entire world in fear. In fact, people are still living in fear. The fear of the unknown, the fear of contracting and catching this virus, the fear of what's in the vaccine, the fear of being in a crowd, the fear of this entire pandemic has really struck people at the very core of their lives. Some people are careless, and some people are fearless or even fearful. But we know that 
the fear is getting to people in so many ways. We see such an increase in mental health issues. A lot of people are unemployed. A lot of people experiencing disruption in their personal lives, in their financial lives, in their family and relational lives. And we were told that the only way to uh, ensure our safety and protection is to enter into a lockdown and shelter in place. Uh, people were quarantined. Our country and countries of the world were put under lockdown. Flights and large events were canceled. You remember it, and it still is in effect. Those living in areas with no known cases still feared that they might even catch or contract the virus. There was a person by the name of Graham Davy. He's an expert in anxiety, and he believes that negative news broadcasts or negative messages are likely to make us sad and more anxious. In fact, there was what we call a mem, one of those, you know, short uh, messages that are broadcast that circulated on social media. It's one of those things they call TikTok or these small little uh, advertisements called a mem, and it showed a man watching the news on TV, and he asked how to stop worrying. In response, another person in the room reached over and flipped off the TV, suggesting that the answer might be a shift in our focus, a shift in our focus. And I want to encourage you uh, today that perhaps we need to shift our focus. While we are in a lockdown and quarantining, so to speak, and sheltering in place, we can shelter safely under the wings of our great God. We can abide under the shadow of God's almighty wings. There we can have no fear. How do I know this? Well, let's take a look at uh, Luke chapter 6. If you turn your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 6, I just want to share with you a beautiful passage of Scripture, which you know and you have heard before. But this word from the Lord is timely. It is relevant and it's still uh, truthful for us even now that we can claim these promises of God and stand on them. So I invite you to turn with me to Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6 and we'll look at verse 25 and onward. The Bible says in Luke chapter 6 verse 25, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body. What you will put on is life more than food is not life more than food and the body more than clothing verse 26 look at the birds of the air for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not more of more value than they which of you by worrying can add one cubit to your stature. Pause for a moment. I was looking at a documentary and they were talking about the world's smallest bird. And you know, as Jesus was relating this 
scripture, as he was speaking these words and they were being recorded, in this instance, we're reading from Matthew chapter 6, I said, verse 25 and onward, Matthew writes this description about Jesus speaking about not to worry by looking at the birds in the air. And I was looking at this documentary, and I was wondering of all, there's all kinds and sorts of birds. Now, some of you know what I'm talking about. You know the different kind of birds. I don't know what your favorite bird is. Some like the parrots or, you know, the parrots that can actually, some of them can actually talk or they mimic sounds. And, of course, you have the macaws and you have, you know, all these beautifully uh, uh, colored birds. You have the, of course, you have uh, mockingbirds, you have, you have seagulls, you have the hawks, you have the eagles. The Bible talks about different birds, talks about the eagle in the Bible as well. But, but in this documentary, it was talking about the smallest bird in the world. So I, I've seen small birds. You, you know, you've got the canary birds and you've got those little robins that we see all around us. But I couldn't believe my eyes. There was a man's hand, uh, uh, a regular hand, and perched on his baby finger was a bird. So when I looked at it, I said, this must be a toy bird, like one of those, you know, one of those um, uh, soft little birds or one of those uh, little, um, you know, souvenir birds uh, that you buy for decorations, you know, uh, at the dollar store at some art and craft place. And, and when I saw this bird, I said, is this for real? And as I, as I read it and I was listening a little more, they said this kind of bird is very unique. It, it is native, a native species to Cuba. It's called the bee hummingbird. The bee hummingbird. And, 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 and I looked at it, and this little bird is just sitting on the, the baby finger of this gentleman's uh, hand. So, so it, it's just, it's not even the full finger. It's just uh, uh, maybe half of that baby finger. I, I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It's unbelievable. It was that small that small, and I said to myself, how could this little thing uh, uh, survive in, in, this, in this world that we're living in? A, a strong wind would blow it away, or somebody saw it, would, would step on it or crush it, and it says that this little bee hummingbird, its wings can actually flap 80, 80 times per, per second. 80 times per second, its little wings flap. And I said, well, it's interesting, and they live in plants, and, and they, 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 they suck the nectar, and they get the food, and they eat these small, very small insects. I would say that some insect, most insects are larger than that bird and would probably eat that bird for food. But I thought to myself, as the Lord gave me the word, as small, as miniature, as minute as that bee hummingbird, the world's smallest bird, the Bible says, look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? What a word. And then verse 28 says, so why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say, verse 29, to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, 
Verse 30, I like it. The verse changes now. Jesus is speaking. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So I'm thinking about this philosophy in life. You know that song that goes, One day at a time, sweet Jesus. Now this is a powerful philosophy to live by. Because this is what Jesus is inviting us to live by. Don't live in yesterday. Don't live in the past. Because the past is gone. You cannot retrieve it. Don't worry about tomorrow. Because you are not there but God is already there. So don't live about tomorrow. Don't live for tomorrow. Live for today. God has given us today. Don't worry about tomorrow, somebody has said. God is already there. He's already gone ahead to prepare for you and I. We don't have to worry about tomorrow's provision. God is our faithful provider. Let us thank him for what he has given us today. Let us praise him for what he has given us today. Let us thank him for what he is doing for us on our behalf today, right now in our lives. Verse 31 says, Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? 32 verse 32 says, For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Yes, he does. But verse 33 says this, and how timely it is, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Hold on now. Stick up in there for a moment as we prepare to land the plane. In this pandemic and paralyzing period of earth's history, in this time that is filling people's hearts with fear and trepidation, in this coronavirus, this COVID-19 world, as fear fills and quakes each heart, you and I can stand. You and I can rest in a God who says, do not worry. You can trust me. Don't be afraid. I am your God. You don't believe me? Well, we've got to hear something from the Word of God. You know, you know how many texts you receive Day in and day out, you probably get texts from friends and from family members. But i got to tell you something. You know, long before uh, AT&T and Bell and Rogers and Verizon and T-Mobile came on the scene, guess what? God already had a universal texting message system. It's called the Word of God. So can I text somebody here today? Okay, you're not seeing what I'm saying. I'm going to text you. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Let me text somebody. I'm texting you right now. I'm texting you, Isaiah 41, verse 10. The word of God says, here's your text message. Verse 10, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. If you believe it, will you say amen? God wants to encourage somebody here today. In this COVID-19 world, Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God. While so many people are being distracted with all that is happening all around them, they're being distracted by fear and by worrying. God says, seek first his kingdom. Because no matter what happens, I want to tell you something. God's kingdom is coming. That's why Jesus prayed, 
thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. His kingdom is even at the doors. His coming is even at the doors. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. You know what? I just realized something. Well, not just, but it hit home. When the coronavirus pandemic broke out, I realized that many people realized that, you know what, nothing else matters. Who cares about home and car and clothes and all of these things? They could take it away. Nobody cared for that. They cared about their life. They cared about staying healthy. They wanted to avoid uh, contracting the virus. At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, all that is only done for Christ will last. Nothing else matters. Our service to God is of paramount importance. That is what will have eternal value, significance, and influence. Nothing that we acquire, nothing that we accumulate in this life can make us better or save us. Save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. So verse 34 says, Therefore, here is the conclusion of the matter. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about the things of itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So, can I encourage somebody here today? Jesus says, when you're feeling overwhelmed, look up. When you're feeling distressed, look up. When you're feeling discouraged, look up. When you're feeling depressed, look up. I am your God. Look unto me and be saved all ends of the earth. I'm texting you right now. Isaiah 45 verse 22. Let me text you again. Isaiah 45 verse 22. I'm texting you right now. Isaiah 45 verse 22. Look unto me and be saved all ends of the earth. For I am God. He says, I am God. And beside me, there is no other. I want to encourage you today. Don't be afraid. Face your complete confidence and courage in God who will be with us, who promises to take care of us, who has already made all the provisions that we need in difficult times. We can trust God. We can rest in his peace. Trust in his faithfulness because God can do anything but fail. So what's causing you to fear today? What's the one thing you need to give up to God? What's the one thing you need to surrender to God? What can you do to seek God's kingdom when you begin to worry? Somebody put it this way. Worry about nothing, but pray about everything. My final text message to you is Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. And I will leave you with this one. I'm texting you Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, and 4, 5, and 6. And it says, rejoice. Somebody says rejoice. Somebody say rejoice. Rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Yes, his coming is at hand. His presence is always with us. And then verse 6 says, be anxious for nothing. In other words, don't worry. Stop worrying. But in everything, by prayer 
and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God and the peace of God the presence of God the power of God which surpasses all understanding will guard will protect will preserve your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus so what's the cure for worrying trusting God what's the cure for worrying placing your life in God's hands so that you can experience his peace today, tomorrow, until he comes. Worry about nothing, but pray about everything. In Jesus' name is my prayer for you. In his name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.